June's Journey is a fascinating hidden object mystery gaming app where you'll play as June Parker, tasked with a daunting obligation, solve your sister's murder. Set in the 1920s, the era of glitz and glam, this family mystery is one for the ages. Everyone's a suspect until your investigation determines otherwise. The clues are all around you, hidden within tricky twists and turns. You'll collect detailed information about each character in your photo album where you'll comb over every detail. You can even join a detective's club to chat and play with others or against them in the detective's league. With hundreds of puzzles to solve, you should probably get started today. Discover your inner detective when you download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. This episode is brought to you in part by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat, like The Guest List by Lucy Foley. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Tonight, millions of Americans facing blistering heat as the weekend begins and hurricane season has its first name storm taking aim at the Gulf Coast. Here are tonight's headlines. Dozens of cities across the nation on track to break heat records and wet weather drenches the South. President Biden addresses the nation after Congress narrowly avoids an economic disaster. The bill is passed. Federal investigators say a nurse denied multiple requests to take an eight-year-old migrant girl to the hospital on the same day she died in U.S. Border Patrol custody in Texas. In Davenport, Iowa, more information about the apartment building that partially collapsed on Sunday. Heavy machinery is now removing debris as search and recovery efforts continue. Mosquitoes, they're pesky and persistent. There's a reason you may be feeling more bites this summer. What attracts mosquitoes to us? Samophile. There's a new spelling bee champion, and the winning word was H-A-R-D. E-Samophile. That is correct. It's still kind of surreal. And it's Friday, so we go on the road. I couldn't read. Started teaching yourself? Yes, because practice makes perfect. And Dottie says it was reading that helped her find love again, a love like she'd never known. The message that she put across that day really touched a lot of people's hearts. Good evening and thank you for joining us on this Friday night. We begin tonight with the majority of the country facing hot and humid temperatures from the Midwest to the Northeast. 97 million Americans across 36 states will see temperatures at or above 90 degrees. That's hot. The official start of summer doesn't come for another three weeks, but it already feels like it in cities from Decatur, Illinois, to Burlington, Vermont, which set new record highs today. Health officials are urging residents to check in on their neighbors, especially the elderly who may not have air conditioning. 
In the Gulf of Mexico, tropical storm Arlene became the first named storm of the Atlantic hurricane season as it heads south towards Cuba. Florida residents in the southern part of the state could see several inches of rain through Saturday. CBS's Meg Oliver starts us off tonight from a very warm Glen Ridge, New Jersey. As the Northeast and Midwest sizzled, a raging wildfire in New Jersey caused thick smoke that shut down the Garden State Parkway for a 25-mile stretch before reopening. It was really still, it was foggy, it was smoky, it was just like, it was like another world. When you see the ash coming down like it was today, it was just kind of overwhelming. For nearly 100 million people across the country, high temperatures are the issue. From Maine to Missouri, people tried to keep cool from the scorching sun. In Buffalo, the temperature hit 91 degrees. It was one of many cities to open cooling centers. While some chilled out here, others took to the water for relief. Philadelphia hit 94 degrees and enacted an excessive heat protocol, closing 90 public schools early that did not have air conditioning. We can't have our students in that kind of weather. Schools in Baltimore and Detroit also let students out early. Wow! It's a different weather situation in Texas today. A tornado touched down in the western part of the state. No injuries were reported, but a tornado watch remains in effect. West Texas could see flash flooding today. A local disaster was declared in Amarillo yesterday after flood water from a nearby lake inundated some homes and submerged vehicles. And a new report out shows that North America could suffer widespread blackouts this summer with two-thirds of the power grid at an elevated risk during peak demand. Nora? Meg Oliver, thank you so much. So how long will this record heat be around? Let's bring in meteorologist Alex Wilson from our partners at the Weather Channel. Good evening, Alex. Nora, after high record-setting heat to end the week, temperatures changing in a big way as we make our way into the weekend. Temperatures today well into the 80s and 90s across the Northeast, but a cold front moving in going to knock us down quite a bit. We go from temps well above average to well below average. Look at highs on Saturday in the 50s for Bangor and Boston, in the upper 60s for New York City. So big changes ahead. Tropical storm Arlene, that was designated earlier this afternoon. This storm is going to drift south, so not making landfall. However, that feed of moisture will be focused right over Florida. Upper level low keeps things unsettled, so be prepared for very heavy rainfall throughout the weekend. That could lead to some flash flooding, Nora, across the state of Florida. Alex Wilson, thank you. We want to turn now to breaking news with President Biden set to give his first Oval Office address to the nation tonight. We're less than half an hour away where he'll say an economic collapse was averted, even though not everyone got what they wanted in those debt ceiling negotiations. The passage of the bipartisan legislation, along with today's job numbers, sent Wall Street on a buying spree. All three major indexes were up, with the Dow jumping more than 2 percent. Here's CBS's Nancy Cordes. More evidence of a hiring boom. U.S. employers added 339,000 more jobs in May, nearly double what economists had been expecting. The surge came in several major sectors, including entertainment and restaurants, still catching up from pre-pandemic staffing levels. You know, we ask our employees, do you know of anyone looking for part-time, full-time work? 
Some analysts say the robust report shows the economy is still overheated, even after 10 straight interest rate hikes. The Fed is actually now in a tough position. They may be forced to raise interest rates by another quarter of a percentage point because the labor market is still fairly strong. Unemployment did tick up last month, but it's still been well below 4% for the longest stretch since the 1960s. We are in a transition uh, to more stable and steady growth. That growth won't be interrupted by a U.S. debt default. The bill is passed. A bipartisan deal passed the Senate last night, the product of delicate negotiations. White House economic advisor Gene Sperling. When you have divided government and you want to move the country forward, you have to have some compromise. This compromise essentially freezes domestic spending for two years, while hiking Pentagon spending by 3%. Not enough for some defense hawks. The people who negotiated this, I wouldn't let them buy me a car. President Biden is expected to sign the bill tomorrow, and at that point will be just two days away from the Treasury Secretary's ex-date, the day she said the government was going to run out of cash to pay its bills. One ratings agency says it may still downgrade the U.S. credit rating because Washington came so close to the brink, Nora. Oh, and we will cover the president's remarks shortly. Nancy at the White House, thank you. Well, now to the partial collapse of a building under construction in New Haven, Connecticut. Eight people were injured, including one who is listed in serious condition. Several of the injured had to be rescued after becoming trapped underneath the rubble at the site located near the Yale School of Medicine. Fire officials say everyone has been accounted for. Well, tonight, the search and rescue operation in Davenport, Iowa, has turned into a recovery effort. Officials say the three missing people believed to be inside that collapsed apartment building are feared dead. And the focus has now shifted to finding their remains. CBS's Roxana Saberi is on the scene where one of the first tasks will be to secure the damaged structure. Crews today started the delicate process of removing debris from the building's facade, a day after search and rescue workers from across the state scoured the rubble, looking for three people who are now presumed dead. That has allowed us to move to the next phase of our mission, shoring, securing the building for control and recovery. Davenport Mayor Mike Matson was asked whether any human remains have been found. We can't disclose that yet. But Brendan Colvin Jr. has faith his father, who lived in this apartment, is still alive. Because he's really strong. And I know I feel like he could survive something like this. Do you think that the city's doing all it can to find your father? I don't think Davenport is. There's, some, there's way more that they could have done. For years, residents documented falling bricks and cracked walls and ceilings. James Champion used to live there and now lives next door. I felt very unsafe because how do you get stuck in an elevator several times and have to have the fire department? What did you see? Um, there was falling bricks in the front and then in the back. Are you aware of other buildings in the area with structural problems and are you going to send teams in now to take another look at those? As I've said before, we're constantly looking at that. Are there going to be renewed efforts now? Yes, we're looking at every cycle of inspection. As crews continue to work out here, there is no timeline yet for demolition. In the meantime, a resource center is set to open tomorrow to help displaced residents sign up for assistance to get back on their feet. Nora. Roxana Saberi, thank you. 
There are tragic new details in the death of an eight-year-old girl last month in the custody of U.S. Customs and Border Protection. CBS's Omar Villafranca reports on the shocking lack of care she received when it was needed most. Tonight, a CBP investigation found that on the day eight-year-old Anadith Reyes Alvarez died while in custody at this migrant holding facility in Harlingen, Texas, the nurse treating her denied multiple requests by the girl's mother for an ambulance to be called. Reyes's mother says her daughter did not receive proper medical care. How are they going to tell me everything was okay and then the baby dies? That's negligence. The CBP report says medical contractors at the facility saw Reyes approximately nine separate times between May 14th and the early hours of May 17th. During those nine visits, Reyes complained of pain, fever, and flu symptoms. The girl was diagnosed with the fever and was given Tamiflu, ice packs, and a cold shower. The report also cites that contracted medical personnel did not consult with on-call physicians, including an on-call pediatrician, about the girl's condition, symptoms, or treatment. Rosel Reyes is the girl's father. They killed my daughter, her Honduran father says. It was a medical emergency. Reyes suffered from sickle cell and heart issues, which were reported to immigration officials. On the day she died, her mother returned to the nurse carrying her daughter, who was unresponsive. She was taken to a nearby hospital where she was pronounced dead. At least three migrant children have died in federal custody this year. As for Reyes, her aunt tells CBS News they plan to bring her body to New York for a family burial. Nora. Omar Villafranca, thank you. Turning overseas to India, where officials are at the scene of a horrible train accident. At least 120 people are dead and about 850 others injured. Investigators say that one passenger train derailed, forcing a second passenger train off the tracks. Dozens of people were feared to be trapped in the wreckage. We learned today that former Vice President Mike Pence will not face criminal charges following an investigation into the potential mishandling of classified information. Back in January, about a dozen documents with classified markings were found at Pence's home in Indiana. His lawyers said they'd been taken inadvertently. Pence is expected to officially jump into the race for president next Wednesday. It's mosquito season, and this one may be a bad one. That's because the National Weather Service predicts that some parts of the country are in store for a warmer and wetter summer. CBS's Nikki Batiste has some tips on how to protect your family from one of America's most hated insects. Mosquitoes, they're pesky and persistent. I go outside, a mosquito already bit me. And they're attracted to humans, likely because the females need blood to reproduce. They're very sophisticated little little bugs. Catherine Roberts is a health and science editor for Consumer Reports. What attracts mosquitoes to us? It really can depend on what you're wearing, your skin. Different people are more attractive than others. A recent preliminary study by Virginia Tech found that certain soaps with a floral or fruity scent made people even more attractive to mosquitoes. And on average, more than 60% of what a mosquito smells after you wash comes from soap rather than natural body odors. What can we do to keep mosquitoes away? Use an effective insect repellent. 
we found in our tests, repellents that have about 25 to 30% DEET tend to be the most reliable. So if you're looking for alternatives, one is called picaridin, the other is oil of lemon eucalyptus. Citronella candles are not very effective. Instead, try using a fan. Mosquitoes aren't very good flyers. Eliminate standing water, which attracts them, and wear long pants and sleeves that are loose-fitting. The more it rains, the more mosquitoes you find around. And climate change may be why you're feeling more bites this summer. Climate change is not only uh, going to increase the number of mosquitoes that are around, but it's also going to increase the number of places where mosquitoes can leave. If you do get bitten, the CDC advises washing the area, applying an ice pack, and using an antihistamine cream to reduce any itching. Nora? I do get those bites. All right. Good advice. Thank you, Nikki. A national shortage of a widely used chemotherapy drug has forced the FDA to take an unusual step. We've got the details next. We all have busy lives these days, and we don't want to waste a day recovering after a night out. That's why Zbiotics is the answer we've all been looking for. Their probiotic was invented by PhD scientists to tackle rough mornings after drinking. Here's how it works. When you drink, alcohol gets converted into a toxic byproduct in the gut. It's this byproduct, not dehydration, that's to blame for your rough next day. Pre-alcohol produces an enzyme to break this byproduct down. This is a proactive solution that wards off feeling miserable the next day instead of a reactive approach like drinking electrolytes or eating greasy food. Enhance your mornings with Zbiotics. Go to zbiotics.com/cbs to get 15% off your first order when you use code CBS at checkout. Zbiotics is backed with a 100% money back guarantee. So, if you're unsatisfied for any reason, they'll refund your money, no questions asked. Remember to head to zbiotics.com/cbs and use the code CBS at checkout for 15% off. Thank you, Zbiotics, for sponsoring this episode and our good times. If I asked you how many subscriptions you have, would you be able to list all of them and how much you're paying? If you would have asked me this question before I started using Rocket Money, I would have said yes, but let me tell you, I would have been so wrong. I can't believe how many I had and all the money I was wasting. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. That's rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. The FDA is taking an unusual step to ease a desperate shortage of a widely used cancer drug right here in the U.S. It's temporarily allowing an unapproved version of a chemotherapy drug made in China to be used on American cancer patients. The generic drug, cisplatin, is used to treat testicular, lung, bladder, cervical, and ovarian cancers. U.S. drug makers have not been able to keep up with the demand. We are going to dig into this story. Well, tonight, an important consumer alert. Lincoln is recalling more than 140,000 MKC SUVs, telling owners to park them outside because they could potentially catch fire. The recall impacts the 2015 through 2019 model years. The issue is with a battery monitor sensor that could potentially spark an electrical short 
19 engine fires have been reported, no injuries. A terrifying sandstorm sweeps across Egypt. We'll show you the remarkable scenes next. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. When you choose Organic Valley, not only will you be enjoying great tasting dairy, you'll help to save over 1,600 small organic family farms who are protecting over 400,000 acres of organic farmland and all the plants and animals that call it home. This is dairy you can feel good about. It's great tasting, high-quality organic dairy, ethically sourced from small organic family farms. To find Organic Valley Dairy near you, visit ov.coop. That's ov.coop. Parts of Egypt are cleaning up after an intense sandstorm on Thursday. Two ports had to shut down along the Suez Canal as massive clouds of dust and sand engulfed the region. In the capital of Cairo, at least one person was killed when the storm knocked down a billboard. Sandstorms are common in Egypt this time of the year. Today, for the first time ever, the European Space Agency posted a live stream from Mars. Well, almost a live stream. Photos from the Mars Express orbiter were beamed about 186 million miles back to Earth in as close to real time as possible, with the planet being nearly 17 light minutes away. Scientists say it takes that long for communication to travel between the orbiter and mission control. That's pretty cool. Finally tonight, CBS's Steve Hartman goes on the road for a wedding and a bride you won't soon forget. The dress was white, but according to residents at the O'Bannon Terrace Retirement Home outside Cincinnati, everything else about this wedding was far from traditional. The ceremony was very, oh, I'm looking for the right word. Crazy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but that's Dottie. Is that you? 76-year-old Dottie Fideli, <laughs> who had been divorced for decades, was always the life of the party. A costume-wearing, attention-glaring, but forever caring friend. Dottie's a very loving person. Always in a great mood. Always just doing something to make somebody laugh and happy. <gasps> but even though she seemed so vivacious and confident to others, before she found the love of her life, Daddy saw a very different person in the mirror. A little dummy. I couldn't read. And people have conversations and I had to stay out of them because I didn't understand. So I started reading. I didn't tell nobody. Started teaching yourself? Yes, because practice makes perfect. I see. It took almost two years of nightly practice, but today she has conquered her illiteracy. White Water Canal. And Dottie says it was reading that helped her find love again. A love like she'd never known. Love of self. And so last month, Dottie married Dottie. 
Love is patient. Obviously, it wasn't a real wedding. Love is kind. But Dottie says it was meant as a serious reminder that before you can share love, you first have to glean it from the only known source within. And you'll find out it's all a bed of roses. The message that she put across that day of how life should be really touched a lot of people's hearts. And now opens the possibility for perhaps a real wedding. Is there a man out there that could top the, the love you have right now? <laughs> That's not happening. <laughs> You're happy with who you married? I'm, I'm happy with who I am. <laughs> Sounds like this one's taken. Yeah, I'm going home. Steve Hartman on the road near Cincinnati. As it's been said, the most important relationship you have in life is with yourself. That's tonight's CBS Evening News. I'm Nora O'Donnell. Have a good night and have a great weekend. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to the CBS Evening News with Nora O'Donnell ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today, or you can listen ad-free with Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts. Before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at wondery.com survey. The early 2000s was a breeding ground for bad reality competition series. From shows like Kid Nation, CBS's weird Lord of the Flies-style social experiment that took 40 kids to live by themselves in a ghost town, to The Swan, a horrifying concept where women spent months undergoing a physical transformation and then were made to compete in a beauty pageant. Hi, I'm Misha Brown, and I'm the host of Wondery's podcast, The Big Flop. Each episode, comedians join me to chronicle one of the biggest pop culture fails of all time and try to answer the age-old question, who thought this was a good idea? Recently on The Big Flop, we looked at the reality TV show, The Swan. The problem, this dream opportunity quickly became a viewing nightmare. They were isolated for weeks, berated, operated on, and then were ranked by a panel of judges. Follow The Big Flop on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts.